Alright, welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming News, episode 5 of our Gaming News Podcast. So, my name is Thor, and today I am joined by... Fat Gamer Jeff. And Sasquatch Senpai. And we have a special guest this week. Dirt Wizard, hey guys. So Dirt Wizard is going to be joining us with some input on Assassin's Creed and Final Fantasy VII. Oh, and Assassin's Creed. Mm. I'm a huge Assassin's Creed nerd. Have been since I was, well, since the first one came out. Yeah, that works. Yeah. So uh, the first thing on here, I'll go ahead and mention our uh, free PS Plus games for May. Um, although I am unamused, I, uh, my personal feelings aside, I can see why this would actually probably be pretty exciting for some people. Um, you don't want to grow some motherfucking turnips? Well, it's just, you know, I'm not a huge Sim fan, but besides that, it's just having two of the same genres as both of the PS Plus games rubs me the wrong way in general, but, uh... Yeah, I found that kind of weird. Yeah, so we have Cities Skylines, um, which is a city-building sim, and Farming Simulator 19, which is, you guessed it, a farming simulator. I was I was really hoping when you said two sim games, one of them was like American Truck Simulator, because that game's actually pretty dope. Uh, all right. But uh, um, I did also see, though, that uh, this month, Xbox Game Pass is getting Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, shit. So you won there with your two uh, simulators. Wow, okay. Let's catch up, Sony. Uh, oh, my goodness. I don't know. Does that make up for it? I don't know. RDR2 over the two Sims? Uh, I don't know if it makes up for it. No. Maybe. They'll catch up. Those two Sims are just fantastic. You gotta drive on your John Deere. Well, to be fair, Farming Simulator has a strangely meditative quality to it that some people are very into. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if they're good games, then I I, I, I I don't know if they're good games. I don't do simulators, so... I don't know if these are indie games or if they're AAA titles. I don't fucking know. They're like AA games. Uh, City Skyline is actually a AAA game. Farming Simulator, I think, is like a double A AA game. <clears throat> okay, okay. I know they have uh, a, a huge line of like other things like truck simulator and whatnot. So, yeah, and from experience, City Skyline is really, really fun. It's a really good city simulator. Well, well might as well try it. I have it for free now. So, <clears throat> so Fable Four—that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, kind of an announcement that came out of nowhere. Um, not gonna lie, I did not finish fable three because i'm like oh all these choices i made didn't matter because i didn't push my joystick up and keep the game active farming gold so i guess all those orphans i saved are just gonna die um i guess spoilers for a 10 year old game or whatever but (laughs) 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 don't give a shit (laughs) oh speaking of which i should i do want to make sure i say near the beginning of the podcast uh we are going to do a in-depth review of Final Fantasy VII Remake at the end of the podcast, but it is going to be full of spoilers, so 
make sure you tune out at that time if you don't want those. I will sound an air horn. Hmm. <laughs> Any thoughts on Fable, Jeff? Man, I haven't played Fable since the first one. Really? So, and I, I love, I love that one. I just, I don't know why I never followed up, and I, I had it for PC. Uh, I did. I tried to do is all you know all the side quests and all the other stuff. I played the crap out of it. Well, I mean, I, I found that with just... huh? I sorry, but, keep going. No, I was just saying, like, I never decided to fork over the forty or sixty bucks, whatever the rest of them cost, to to keep playing it. I don't know. Well, I just so, found you out. You said like, Fable Four, and I was like, yep. "Oh wow, they're already there." It's been a while. I mean, what Fable yeah. One was? Yeah, I'd say ten years ago or more. Launch title. Maybe an Xbox title. That's when I was in like, yeah, it was Xbox. I think it was, was Xbox. Yeah, school. I think it was Xbox. Yeah, I had it on we PC. Were in yeah. But uh, I mean, as with most of Peter Molyneux's games, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's doing anything with Fable Four. I don't think so. They're always just. They had their promises. They had a ton of promises thrown in, and they did not deliver on them. Like they were fine games and all. I found entertainment in plenty, but um, I guess you can attribute to it. Like uh, No Man's Sky is a great example of that kind of strategy they had beforehand. So I'm not sure who's taking over. Probably Microsoft Studios, as they seem to take over most of these games that shifted from third parties to first parties from being purchased, the IP being purchased. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, at least I'm sure it will be entertaining. I remember buying Fable at Staples in the discount video game aisle <laughs> area. I'm not sure I'm really proud to say that, but still, I had a lot of fun with that game. I loved everything about it. Why I didn't pick up the next in the series, I have no idea. I'm still questioning life choices now at this point. So they... It gave an announced, or they released an announce. They gave uh, a release date for Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima. So that's that's good. It's not too bad. Uh, what is it? June nineteenth for The Last of Us Part Two and July seventeenth for Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they were both delayed indefinitely, but I think they found out a way to finish it up with the whole work at home thing. And uh, depending on where they are, some of the quarantine restrictions have been lifted so you can work under different circumstances so i don't know maybe they're able to order the correct tech and equipment they needed to finish maybe some of the work on the games from home or in different places but they did uh lots of us two did go gold yesterday or today yesterday um being so yeah the fifth um the saddest taco tuesday cinco de mayo ever but <laughs> Yeah, so they released the new they released the new cinematic trailer for it, and um, I mean the release dates. Not the only big news around The Last of Us Two. I didn't post anything on it, but there was the whole shtick and shitstorm over the leaks and stuff that were happening. Oh so. yeah, there's a lot of leaks and spoilers going about. <clears throat> and it's whatever they write, they can write the story they want. Um, the trailer makes it look even more brutal than the first one was. Mm -hmm. So. And, and the game looks great. I watched the trailer, and the game looks fantastic for running on a PS4 Pro. So, 
it um it's not a huge surprise to me when they said that they were going to um postpone them indefinitely the way i originally theorized that was was in depth their terminology of indefinitely was just we're setting the release date back to to be decided uh they yeah it's not that they were gonna you know they were gonna wait and see until everything's over and then schedule a new release date it's just they needed to schedule a new release date and in the interim they had to fill something in there so i expect yeah, it would only be a couple of a, a few weeks or so before they released a new updated announced date Update announced date. What a, release date? <clears throat> <laughs> An announced release date. There we yeah, go. Gonna that's what I was looking at. The announcement <laughs> of the release. Yes, they already did that though. <laughs> they did that at like seven o'clock. Um, and Ghost of Tsushima is their samurai ninja game set in feudal Japan. So. Um, there's been one trailer on, I believe, and it was a fantastic trailer and the game looks really, really pretty. Um, it looks like it's mostly based on dueling and stuff. So yeah, there I'm are a few it. guards, but it looks really, really good. Like for honor. No, it's a single player game. Oh, okay. but, no, no, no. Well, um, I didn't mean, I didn't mean, uh, uh multiplayer. Style. I just meant like yeah. that kind of style of battling. Yeah. 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 The more realistic hardcore countering attacking stuff i mean there were some set pieces in there with random enemies kind of like the for honor single player campaign um Mm, like just little scrub enemies you can deal with and stuff but yeah you're a a samurai who becomes a ninja after your castle gets destroyed hence the ghost of uh tsushima name Mm. all right so assassin's creed valhalla Yes, I'm pretty stoked on this. I've never been, I'm not a, I've never been a huge Assassin's Creed fan. Um, but this looks really good. I as uh, by no mystery to anyone, I, um, I You're love really it. into the Egyptian pantheon. <laughs> you said Egyptian. Um, yes. <laughs> it. Anyways. Um. No, and um, and because so I love Nordic mythology, and so it's um, this looks really really neat, um, and so I'm excited for it. I know Dirt Wizard's pretty excited also. Oh yeah, and I mean, this is another one of their games. It looks like they're gonna do a lot of the marine battle, and um, uh, that means there's gonna be a lot more head-on combat. So that's so hot, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's very sexy. I'm super excited about this game. Because a lot of these games, uh, the very first one, a lot of people complained about the combat. It was very simplified. Um, There was times where it could just be so repetitive. It was just dodge, hit, dodge, hit, dodge, hit. And even some of their more recent games have kind of been that way. And I was excited to see... Again, yeah, more of that head-on combat, just because I know that that means that we're going to get a fantastic battle system out of it. Well, I mean, they're, what was it, the mercenary system in Odyssey. I actually skipped Origins, and I regret that since it seemed to be good. I just don't have the time to go back and play it, but the mercenary, are they doing anything with that mercenary system that they had in Odyssey where the random people are bounty hunting you? You can beat them and recruit them. Well, I got the impression, I can't remember where I saw this, but um, that the two games are tied together somehow. I haven't actually played Odyssey um, yet. I'm 
currently on Origins. I'm nice. literally, it's literally, I'm playing it right now. <laughs> so I like think it's tied speak. together just because of the modern day protagonist Layla is her story's continued. So no, no, there's um, I it was I was the one that was telling you about it. It was an article I read, and I should have posted it in the comments on our event page, and I forgot. But it was <laughs> um. I, and I haven't, we haven't played Odyssey, so I don't know the story, but I know there was something about a side beat in that story from the main story that had to do with Vikings, and there's literally taking um, those events and making a new game with them. It said something about a cliffhanger uh, that they're continuing off of. So I, I was, I'm not familiar with it, so I didn't look into it too much. Um, but I know that it's like supposed to be a direct continuation <clears throat> of some sort of side beat from Odyssey. Hmm. Yeah, I've been holding back on like looking into it because I kind of don't want any spoilers for Odyssey. That's mm -hmm. what yeah, I that's, plan on yeah. playing next. So, well, it's but, fantastic. Um, yeah, no, that's what I've heard, and I'm really excited about it. So, I mean, how can you not be excited about Gladiators? Vikings. No, Odyssey. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Odyssey, Odyssey was uh, Spartans, Grishans. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I crossed my thoughts there. Just, I'll stay out of it. I, I mean, it is a, it is a farther jump back in time. The assassins and Templars are no longer a thing. It's the hidden ones and Order of Ancients. Yeah, it's they kind of switched it up, but the same general roles are still there. You've still got the order versus chaos kind of back and forth yeah and with origins i believe they jump more into magic and mythos odyssey oh, they yeah. did quite a bit as well um well and, and it makes i don't really want to say anything since you haven't played it but you'll get there and understand eventually so oh yeah and, and it totally makes see, sense you do see in the trailer I don't know, a hallucination, hallucinogen, hallucination, or Odin actually showing up. Who knows? So one or the other. It's hard to say with Assassin's Creed. They're very, yeah. uh, they tiptoe around really saying anything well, about anything, which is part of the reason I love it and I'm totally frustrated with it all the time. Well, that that <laughs> scene dips into Nordic mythology too, because often Odin would appear as an old man, often an old beggar looking for help. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's supposed to be a hallucination or if it's supposed to be actually Odin appearing, but I know it's supposed to be like an act, a pretty heavy nod towards Nordic mythology. Yeah, and I mean, it would play a huge part in their just daily lives anyways, as I did with anyone who had an actual pantheon. Oh, yeah, and that's kind of a theme that we're seeing in these past couple games is these really strongly pantheon-associated characters. We've got characters that are highly religious and they see the divine and everything which looking back you know as an anthropologist this stuff just makes me giddy because that's the egyptians they were the most religious you know considered yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah um so it's cool to see that reflected in the games and i am excited to see them kind of take that more religious turn because before it's been very like conspiracy driven whereas this time there's a interesting twist on it which I, i'm enjoying so far but yeah we'll see <laughs> and i could i mean i would love to break down that entire trailer like philosophically and theologically but i'm not gonna eat up an entire third of our podcast time doing that i might make a video 
um, on it specifically we at should, some point. Yeah, though, we'll yeah. have to make a video, the two of us. And yeah, I'd, I would love to... Ideas back and forth. Yeah, I'd love to straight up break it down philosophically, so... Um, well, another uh, bit of news involving it is it's supposed to be out this fall. Holiday season, I mm -hmm. guess, maybe a little yep. later. And it's cross-gen, so it'll be on the PS5 and Xbox X <laughs> and PC, I'm assuming. No word on if there is a upgrade to the PS5 or Xbox X version like many other games are doing right now. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a big movement right now is that a lot of games are offering, hey, we're going to make it on both generations. If you buy it on one generation, then we'll upgrade you for free so you only buy the game once. And who was it? Someone who started that? It was... Uh, who's doing the uh, Cyberpunk? CD Projekt Red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the ones that, that started it. And it's, it's really cool. I think that's fair. Yeah, if you buy the game, you have the game. It's You know what I mean? But... Yeah, and I'm sure even if you bought it physically, it just end up being a download anyways. But you know, that's most really people nice. Sure yeah. download their games anyways. So I think it's neat. Yeah. Shit, even EA is doing that with their sports games. So whoa, you know it's whoa. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I saw something like that too. I think some of the other games are are gonna go through the same transition. At this point, if they don't, it's gonna be super bad PR. Yep. You're like, well, Unless why aren't you doing it? Fantastic. Someone else is doing be it. Like, okay, so everyone else is doing this, but you want to make me pay twice? Mm -hmm, Fuck off. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if we'll ever see a time when, like, you buy games directly from manufacturers, and like, if you buy a key for it, you can download it on any console. So, like, if it's the same game on PC, PS4, and Xbox, you pay an extra fifty percent, and you have a key that'll let you play it on any console, no matter what. I, that would be amazing if they did that shit. Because <laughs> it's like, for example, I'm going to bring up uh, Apex Legends as an example. They don't have crossplay, uh, but like I had the battle pass on PS4, but none of my progress will uh, go over to PC, which is kind of oh, dumb. Lame. Okay, fine. I can't play with folks on on you know on different uh, uh, platforms, but at least you know connect my account. Yeah. Uh, because I really don't see the point. Like, sure, if you're a streamer and you can afford all this shit, yeah, sure, buy the battle pass with the extra two hundred bucks or whatever, and 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 that's all you. But a filthy casual who just wants to play oh, yes. on either platform, come like, on. I have to rely on like double XP weekend like whoring just to get one battle pass completed. So. <laughs> oh, they brought they they kept it until the end, by the way, on uh, oh. Modern Warfare. They always do. Yeah. The last, like, few days is always like that. Right, but given that there was so much bitching on Reddit about this past weekend and... Oh, and people getting... Uh, people not connecting XP. and, and yeah. uh, glitching out of games. Yeah. XP in progress is not registering. I played for a solid yeah, hour before shit. I realized yeah, oh I was God. getting no progress at all. Ugh. That sucks. Yeah. I'm surprised they just give, didn't give people like 10 free levels or something. So, let's see. Final Fantasy Finger Tracking VR. Final Fantasy Finger Tracking VR. Oh. No, PlayStation finger tracking. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? What? Doesn't say Final Fantasy on there. 
my bad. He's got some spiky hair, big sword wielding dude in his mind, and he's interrupting everything. <laughs> I was totally reading while I was talking. I mean, it fucked me up. That would be awesome to be swinging cloud sword that way. Just make sure your kids aren't around so you don't punch them in the face. <laughs> maybe have them around. Who knows? Or maybe have oh, them dude. around <laughs> and teach them a lesson. Yeah. So, um, honestly, it looks like most of the uh, handheld sort of finger tracking stuff you already would have, except they're probably trying to manufacture it cheaper. So you have like a sensor bar on the outside of your hand and one that goes across your middle, which tracks your individual finger movements. So that's a big thing now coming with VR. So you can have more interactive and realistic experiences. I know there's plenty of like shooting galleries that do stuff like that. But currently that tech is very, very expensive. You're looking at $2,000 just for the VR setup alone. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, you need a pretty hefty PC as well. I just so, want to play Spider-Man and act like I'm actually shooting webs out of my hands. <laughs> you're gonna make the wrong. You're gonna make the hang loose line and fall flat on your face, Jeff. Probably, but that's okay. <laughs> worth it's it. Worth the risk. Yes, always worth it. But yeah, so that's what they're supposedly working on. Um, it'd be pretty neat seeing it come as a cheap alternative because PSVR is pretty cheap. Um, it was very popular um, as far as VR goes, especially on a console. So. Well, that looks really neat. I'm actually watching the video right now, and that looks really neat. And I guess mm -hmm. they're working on VR2 <clears throat> now for PS5, too. And it is really just um, a fancy tech demo. Uh, it's obviously early an early example, so mm -hmm. going over like the best ways to build this materials to use and whatnot what can cause it to go wrong so yeah that's what it is it's <laughs> still pretty neat adl condemns steve for harboring extremists the anti-defamation <laughs> the anti-defamation league a bunch Wait, didn't didn't they also They're... make a whole thing about the carry act being racist too yeah. Oh gosh! Yes, <laughs> I don't know what they do anymore, but they're saying <laughs> the TLDR is they're saying that since Steam has p communities that people can make and make them private, they're harboring racist <laughs> racists. Um, <laughs> that's literally any sort of social medium, anything well, you can I find it on Facebook. You don't anywhere. Even, that doesn't even necessarily have to be social media. Just any internet no. like Fortune, platform, Reddit. Um, Steam already does have measures in place to stop this sort of thing. But um, yeah, it's not like they don't have like it's policies ridiculous. against hate speech and shit. Just like every other platform. I mean, they just <laughs> want someone to yell at. They just need. They they're gonna scream no matter what is happening. Or who's doing it? They're always gonna scream. They just need a direction to scream at. Everything yeah. is racist. So, everything is oppressive. That's Originally, it was a post. Um, their tweet sharing the post said, "Steam, the largest and most important online store for PC gamers, offers white supremacists a new outlet for their hateful rhetoric and calls for violence." 
Um, this is in reference specifically to a single incident where the dude had a Steam name. His Steam name was just Adolf Hitler 6 million. Obviously, that's naming himself Adolf Hitler and referencing the amount of um, Jews that he killed. the Jews that he killed that were killed by his order in the World War II era. So it was 37 to 44. Um, but yeah, so just because of his name being on there and him being a member of Steam, that is why they believe this. And I am, I guarantee you go on there, you will find these communities and stuff, but you will find those, like you said, literally everywhere. Anywhere. I oh, dare yeah. you to and find this one a stood out to me because I use there Steam. aren't subgroups um, like that. Like, you can just go search for it on Facebook and find it on, on oh, Twitter yeah. and find lists and everything. It's oh, ridiculous. It's so much easier to find on Facebook. Um, and Steam, Valve, uh, Valve, the owner of Steam, they already have pretty strict rules on Steam for this sort of thing. So any threats of violent or harassment, um, even if it was meant as a joke, they can terminate your account for it. Mm -hmm. um, racism, discrimination, literally listed in their in their EULA can be can be reasoning for this. People people who put this stuff as their name all the time have their accounts terminated. Apparently, it's not good enough i mean the fact so, that this is circulating that guy has already probably been banned by now oh i'm sure of it yeah 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 but dustin if we can even prevent just one person oh fuck off from naming it <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly where i was going with that yeah it's never good enough of course not yeah and steam is very good at working with agencies and stuff um there is even of them working with the german government to remove nazi related user content which whatever that's that's fine they sure, just i can hear dick baldino in the background <laughs> yes thor thor i can hear jake baldino thank god it's not falcon because goddamn he's boring but uh yeah they're <laughs> The reason this is such a joke is because the ADL is Rick. a joke. Um, they deem anti-Antifa symbols as hateful. So wow. free speech of them is hateful. Um, nice. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, I can hear your YouTube playing in the background. I mm. can't hear his YouTube. I'm also not playing YouTube. Oh, maybe it's the background. Yeah, oh god <laughs> i don't hear it okay no we're good we're good but yeah so it's just a giant farcical article essentially by the adl i mean i honestly i haven't heard of them from them in a while so this is the first i heard of them so it worked they're back in some sort of news outlet they're the same ones that were like the okay sign is a racist symbol they're, they're the ones responsible thank you for that. thank yeah. you for all of your hard work <laughs> <laughs> literally where all this stuff comes i mean shit they even got the new facebook it took four days for 4chan and other internet forums to get an adl to believe that the facebook care sign is being used as secret racist terminology oh what are you serious four i haven't seen that yet oh yeah days. no there was something ah. else too that was there was less than 36 hours what was the last thing it was super dumb um, probably the eggplant oh no the hashtag thing it didn't last it didn't last very long but someone was straight up like watch this I'm gonna make ADL 
think that hashtags are racist, and they managed to do it in like less than 36 hours. Oh my god. But honestly, I truly believe the ADL, they are nothing more than a, a loud, organized criminal organization that just blackmails and defames people for money. Yeah. I truly yeah. do believe that. Um, I'm not like, don't get me wrong, racism, sexism, all this stuff is an actual problem, but it's just not everywhere because it, you think it's everywhere. It's this is ridiculous. It's going to exist, and by doing something like this, I truly believe when you when you so openly push and try to silence this sort of thing, you're just going to empower them and make them believe that say, they were, they are correct and they are right. That's you're all. Give them PR. Yeah. <laughs> People need to hear this and be like, "These guys are retarded as fuck." What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, so there's there's that. <laughs> Now that we were now that we were mentioning all this earlier, I was uh, reading uh, one of the Warzone articles. I don't remember uh, which website it was, and then I went to something they wrote about The Last of Us, and it was a total SJW uh, crap show. And I meant to share it with you guys, oh, but no. then I, when I tried oh, to, yeah, I was I was sharing it. it. Yeah, I was I was gonna share it uh, on the event notes. Just to give you cancer, not to really talk about it, but it was like, oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> there are people complaining. Um, look, I mean, if it's executed correctly, it could be done fine. But honestly, by the notes I saw, I'm not too worried. They were very vague, bland, and anything given a shitty synopsis like that is gonna look shitty, hmm. no matter how good the story actually is. The the devil's in the details. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was talking about the actual guy that wrote that specific article. What the oh, fuck was, is that? Yeah, sound? he was just throwing out curse words and like insult, obviously just insulting, you know, who, uh, whatever side it was he was attacking. Which I'm guessing he's thinking that everybody who's complaining about the game is some right wing troll or whatever. Uh, but that was basically the whole article. I'm like, man, that I just lost interest. Like I, I didn't even read halfway. I'm like, this is crap. Like, <laughs> I get what he's trying to say, but people can. People just need to learn how to construct an actual article with meaning mm -hmm. behind it, rather than just attacking others. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I saw, and I and I watched a YouTube video last week about The Last of Us. Some guy saying, "Why I gotta buy The Last of Us too?" And this guy was really like pushing the whole supposed right wing agenda. That I can understand, but at the same time, it's like, okay, you don't want to buy it. Good on you, I guess. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the few console games I wanted to pick up another PS4 for, but mm. I might just get a PS5. I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure it will be cross-gen. So, oh yeah, I'll just get to wait a few months, see some actual stuff on it, see how the leaks are actually executed within the game. Even if it's so, not cross-gen, which it will be, um, yeah, be it's still backwards. PS5 is still backwards compatible to PS4, so which means you can even get the Last of Us remastered hey, with for certain PS5 titles. with certain titles. With most sir. titles, <laughs> I do like ninety percent of the. I want to be able to play my Final Fantasy IX that I purchased. I don't know, like seven years ago on PS3, and was <laughs> never able to play it again because my PS3 
three just died, and I didn't see, buy another one. See, that's what I'm thinking. When they say that, really like, sad. when they say that, like, ninety percent of the really games sad. were poured over, I think that missing ten percent is the game, the, like the PS1 classics that you buy on the PS store that they <laughs> yeah, don't let. The yeah. games you really want to play. <laughs> yeah, I think those are the ones that aren't going to transfer over. The like the PSN oh classic God. titles like that <sighs> that you have to buy every generation for some reason. Let's see. So let's talk uh, Call of Duty updates. Apparently, that's just a thing we're going to do every podcast. It's a popular game. It's we a popular game, it. and they do a lot of updates. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some of us try it. to play it. That's me. Yeah. That's all three of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you proud of yourself? Do you yeah, want I'm, a cookie? I'm proud of being better than some people. I think is yes. Makes me feel good on the side. I am a very competitive person, so that game kind of feeds that need. (laughs) (laughs) I try to be, and then I'm like, okay, I just suck. Fuck it. (laughs) I mean, I go through, and I'm just like getting camos, and shit starts getting too bad. I start sucking, I'm like, fuck it, and I pull out the sweaty tryhard kit. I'm like, yeah! There you go. (laughs) But yeah, uh, back to what you were trying to say, Rick, before I insulted you guys. No, no, you're good. (laughs) Uh, and I used I used to be really good at like at at team uh team oriented stuff. I used to have a group that I played with like four different people, and we did really well in like domination and different team oriented stuff when we were all mic'd up. But that seems to be the only time I can do really well is when there's objective based stuff and it's like I'm playing with people that I know. So let's see. It's understandable if you're not playing with a bunch of apes that are just. Mm-hmm sliding around the corners and jumping all over you when it's not even a matter of um like playability it's when you play with people you know there's a level of like paying attention to the things they're saying and respecting the things they're saying like if i if you and i are playing and you say hey there's a guy over here i we talk a lot we're friends i recognize your voice even on subconscious levels i'm going to be paying more attention to the things that you're telling me as opposed to a random stranger so it's just more effective that way. But anyways, I digress. Uh, let's talk about the actual updates. Uh, so Duos is confirmed, and that's the last, like, three podcasts, I think, I've bitched about that. So that's fucking awesome. Amazing. You and your, you and your one Insert. friend play. <laughs> exactly. Now me and Jeff can <laughs> right. play. <laughs> and not Insert have to bring anyone else's KDR down. Yeah, I'm definitely on WoW more than playing that with you guys anymore, so. <laughs> Every time I see you pop up, Daddy Sasquatch started playing World of Warcraft. I'm like, he's trying to avoid me. Single <laughs> tear rolls down your tre- cheek as you turn uh-huh. towards the camera. Yeah. But yeah, Duos is going to be cool. Um, I'm fucking salty as shit about the choppers, though. Oh, yeah, what's up with the choppers? I didn't even look at that. I just laughed. So I just laughed. Yeah, I even so, laughed reacted to it. <laughs> but it was it's, it's 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 legit. So uh this actually in that article, uh it's not only talking about the update, you know, we have now we have twenty four seven shipment to I guess next week. Uh uh you know the triple play X double XP is back. Uh there's an actual glitch where I don't know how the glitch is performed, but it shows a clip of this guy like looking to kill the last team in battle royale and he's the only one left in his team and he gets the murdered by another squad and when they show the kill cam the entire squad is riding a helicopter underneath the map yeah 
there's a glitch where you can just take it under the map and ride underneath people and then just chopper blade them from under the ground. Yeah, I figured I figured it was something like that as well, but that's not what they showed in the clip. I'm like, maybe that's not possible. Maybe the helicopter gets stuck somewhere underneath the map, but you know. I think I think our wizard is in trapped in a wind tunnel. Yeah, she there's something the dirt. <laughs> she is crying for help. The farm has is trying to eat her. Oh Christ! <laughs> I, you guys were not responding to it at all, and I'm like, am I the only one hearing this? <laughs> no, I thought I thought someone was trying to connect something. So yeah, I figured, you guys okay, gotta say seconds. something about that stuff. Just a cheap Chinese headset. That's all. Okay. <laughs> She's using the headset that I usually use for Call of Duty, so I'm I'm surprised. That, does it not do this shit when I'm playing Call of Duty? Yeah. I don't. Yes, it does. Okay. Well, why <laughs> no one's told me about this yeah, all this yeah. time? My mic's because it's <laughs> no one's told me. No, because it, it. The reason I never said anything before because it sounded like you would talk and then like turn your mic off. So I figured, okay, maybe he's doing something on the side. And he just wanted anybody to hear, so he's just trying. He's just sh uh, shutting mm. off his mic uh, in the interim. So that's why I never said anything. It just really sounds like you're turning the mic on and off. Mm. Yeah, I looked at it, and it's like the cable, like where the cord connects to the bit where you can mute it, is all loose and shit. Mm -hmm. So, ouch, that sucks. See, Call of Duty 2020 is still on track. And I was kind of hoping they were gonna move to the two-year cycle. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel like they that's... could milk the game. I they could definitely milk a Call of Duty for a two-year cycle. So I don't know how it's going to work with the Warzone being a thing. I don't know how any of it's going to work. So I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I mean, they I think can... they're 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 going to leave Warzone as it's you know the battle royale yeah. to go to for now. They're just going to like be a, a a shortcut to it in every single Call of Duty from now on. I think. So. Are we going to start um... seeing Black Ops operators in it? Like, how's that going to work? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't. I I don't think oh. the article said anything about it, but here's the um, thought. I did see a video mentioning something like that. That oh, I think it was uh, exclusive Ace. He's one of the uh, big uh, COD content creators on YouTube, uh, and he was mentioning something like that. That that's that is the route that they should go, or that they were gonna go. Uh, where they just uh, interconnect uh, parts of other games into it and whatnot. Uh, they did say that the 2021 is a uh, is in Vietnam, kind of like a Black Ops reboot. Uh, yeah, the um, straight up Black Ops reboot. <laughs> Come on. Okay. I mean, I enjoyed Black Ops. I think that was my favorite. I did too. I love Black Black Ops and Black Ops Two were my favorite. No, my initial groan was because when you said <laughs> Vietnam, I was imagining. I I like. Modern Warfare type games, and I like the futuristic games, but the only, the only Call of Duty games I can't fucking do are the ones, um, like the retro ones, like World War Two. and I was imagining, like, a Vietnam War, uh, type games, and that's, that's not my cup of tea. I mean, you were, you were still fighting Russians and shit in Black Ops, um, the real difference, you still had all the perks, you still had the guns with all 5 billion attachments per it was 
it was just like a different setting and older type guns. So I mean, yeah, but they did have yeah they did have a lot of the uh, sort of modern warfare uh, e- equipment on there. If you think about it, it wasn't uh, you weren't shooting M1 Garands or anything like that. Yeah, we we passed the Korean War, buddy. You're good. I know. I was just talking saying. to Rip. <laughs> okay. It was it was definitely on this end of modern. It wasn't too pasty. It wasn't too set in the past. Yeah. Let's see. But yeah, uh, I'm really just upset. No, I guess not upset, but disappointed that it's not a two year cycle. Yeah, me too. They they still could have made money doing it that way. It's not like they have to to keep their profits up. There's they they. They can milk Call of Duty fans for a lot of money, and we all know it. They know it. We know it. We get it. Like, they're not going to lose money. There's, But, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm with you. I want them to do two-year cycles. Or even... Well, it doesn't matter. What about uh, Apex, though? There, Jeff, Season 5 Jeff, coming boy. up? So they released the trailer for season five and they introduced a new character. Her name is Loba. Uh, I just want to say off the top that it was hilarious to me that not only is she Latina, but she's... Uh, she got that booty? Beef. Well, a lot of people in Reddit, that's the first thought, was thick. No, it's that she's Latina and she's a thief. That was hilarious to me. Oh, oh. oh damn it. <laughs> so I was like, wait. Twitter and Reddit haven't blown up yet? How is that possible? Because it's empowering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. So, she definitely uh... thick. No, she thick. She thick. But my the first thing that stood out to me is like, oh good, a another fucking corset uh, on the outside. Yes, yes, she is. Uh her abilities look pretty cool. Uh if you watch the video, you'll see watch that right at now. some point uh she throws her ability to one of the robots that she's finding and she steals their weapon. And I, Oh God. Yeah. And then, uh, the other ability that is shown, uh, she has a kind of teleporter. Uh, I guess she's going to be, a, an escapist or whatever you call it. Kind of like Wraith in that sense. Um, uh, no, clue, no clue. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever. Uh, and I don't mean whatever, like, and just fuck off. I'm just saying like, I didn't know she what word to use there. Staff? Yes, but that's probably that looks like it's kind of going to be an heirloom, kind of like you know, uh, uh, what are the other guys? Uh, Wraith and Bloodhound. God, I already forgot all their names. Jesus, Christ. I don't even know what heirlooms are, man. Isn't this uh, like so heirlooms game, in the game, they're cosmetics that certain characters have. Like for example, Wraith, she has a kunai. Obviously, all this stuff is trapped behind loot boxes. You can't just okay, purchase right. it directly. The ones that you were able to purchase directly were in special events, but they were all locked behind like a two hundred dollar uh, uh, set of oh, loot boxes. Oh, I remember that shit. Yeah. yeah, the first one. The first one was insane because between all the loot boxes. After you paid like two hundred bucks or a hundred, it was like one hundred and seventy to two hundred bucks for all the loot boxes. Then you had access to the heirloom. However, the heirloom was an additional thirty-five bucks. So obviously, everybody everybody what? lost their shit. Yeah, so that was in the. I remember that was the Bloodhound event. That's that was the very first one they did that way. Shit, yeah, man. And obviously, people lost their shit. Uh, 
because okay the game is free but goddamn you know some of us really want that stuff we're willing to pay the 200 bucks but jesus dude on top of that you need another 35 for the goddamn heirloom so after that what did they do the boxes they were in no 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 no. you couldn't you couldn't grind them you had to buy the boxes you were you were uh you were granted two loot boxes out of the pool uh if you completed certain challenges during the event uh, but that's about it. The rest of them. That's why. That's why I said it was like one seventy to two hundred bucks, because if you if you actually did the challenges to get those two, you had that kind of a discount, you know, uh, for the rest of the loot boxes. Uh, but however, after that, after that shit show, uh, what they started doing was uh, if you bought if you bought uh, all the loot boxes, the heirloom was uh, given to you afterwards as a so uh, as a gift. <laughs> EA, it's in the game. Uh huh. <laughs> Man, respawn. What what you doing, homies? Oh my god. Yeah. I almost jumped on that bandwagon to start bitching, and then I'm like, no, nah, I don't need to be on Reddit bitching to anybody about any of this it's, shit. It's ridiculous. Like, I understand if you were just able to do it to buy it and sh- as a shortcut, whatever. But just locking it away completely. And like you know, you see you see people like streamers are like on the the first few minutes of the event they already have everything because obviously they're getting paid to play this shit and they get their perks with whatever company sponsors them. So it's I mean, yeah. You know. But that was it. Uh, the character looks pretty cool. Uh, really want to see how that ability is gonna work about stealing a player's weapon. Mm. So, Billy Mitchell sues Twin Galaxies for defamation over disqualified Donkey Kong record. Where did it went one second? I lost my event page. There it is. Okay. I'm going to go in there to pull names. As I... So, this is really... <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this. Let's see. Well... Billy Mitchell is technically the world record holder for Donkey Kong, the old, old ass arcade mm-hmm. game. Mario's first Mario, Mario Donkey Kong. Mario game. jumping over barrels, Days, going yeah. up ladders, yeah. With a with a hammer and the mm-hmm. fireballs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <clears throat> so he was the original world record holder for highest score and speed getting there because at a certain point the game just glitches out and it shuts down and you can't play anymore, you might lose. Because mm-hmm. old computers. Yeah. Um most Probably just came into the spotlight with um, the documentary released, I think it was on Netflix, years and years and years ago, called uh, um, King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters. If you can find it, I honestly recommend watching it. It is fantastic. It follows another man and his attempt to break the world record, and Billy Mitchell's just like this douche nozzle. Netflix is on, you said? Of the video gaming world. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Netflix, I believe. Um, and there's been a there was a lot of stuff around him. Um, the dude broke Billy Mitchell's record in a in a like a live competition. Nice. Um, and then Billy Mitchell mailed them a VHS tape saying, "Nope, I beat it." Like the day after, and they accepted it. Um, so and then two years ago, Twin Galaxy said he cheated at some point and they retracted his title. Um. But now Billy Mitchell's suing them for defamation, saying that they lied about this, even though, yeah, so they accepted some 
hokey phony stuff and now they're saying he did some other hokey phony stuff and the big issue here is is that twin galaxies is actually the only website or company it is an actual legit arcade as well that keeps track of these old school records for arcade games it's not like speed running or anything it's arcade games arcade cabinets and they're the only source for it so them defaming someone without any actual cause is kind of a big deal because that they're the only ones who hold these records they don't give them out to anyone else mm -hmm. so hmm. but yeah i recommend it king of kong a fistful king of, of quarters that sounds familiar so i'll have to check yeah. that out i just want to yeah, say that i missed the opportunity when you started talking about billy and couldn't spit it out and i was gonna be like billy jean is not your lover and I totally Billy missed Mitchell it. is apparently everyone's lover, according to him. Dude, this dude was quoted has been quoted as saying the PlayStation would not exist without me. So I don't know what the fuck <laughs> this guy's on. Oh wow, that's that's almost as bad as I invented the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it is almost as bad. See, I think uh, what's next? Oh, the your first impressions on uh, Streets of Rage Four. I know we talked about this on the last podcast, but that was before it was released. That soundtrack slaps the eats. <laughs> Slap and eats. No, um, it is fantastic. If you are a fan of beat 'em ups, fuck. If you're not a fan of beat 'em ups, get this game. Nice. This is a sequel to a twenty twenty six year old game. Wow. And it is very faithful. The music in it is fantastic. They brought back they brought back the uh, previous two composers. Um, I can't remember their names. Yoshi, Yoshira and uh, Komishara. I probably butchered them. But they came back with... Um, fuck. One second. I can literally pull up their names right now. Because I'm not going to lie. I was listening to that soundtrack the entire day I was at work. Nice. Um, Yuzo Koshira... And and Keiji Yamagashi. Wow, I fucked that up. But the most of the soundtrack is done by Olivier uh, Derivier. Um, he's done. He's known for making soundtracks for different video games. I think the most recent one would be a Plague Tale, and he's also worked on other things. But he really modernized what there was with it and made it something completely new and the soundtrack is absolutely fantastic um i usually mute music or, or turn it way down on most games but not this one it's fantastic nice. the gameplay holds up the animation the fighters and the npcs they're all hand animated so it's really 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 smooth nice um there's five characters for the story but you can unlock 17 fighters from past streets of rage games unlock or buy unlock thank you just unlock them by completing challenges okay cool Shit, I would buy random ones. I don't care. The game's awesome. Um, it is $40, so it is steep. The story mode is only two to three hours, but you do want to play through as multiple characters. Yeah, um, it has two-player online co-op. It has four-player couch co-op, which is not... You don't you rarely get two-player couch co-op anymore. Yeah, you don't yeah. see that Let much anymore. Four, right. Unless it's like, I don't know, Super Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers. Typically yeah, a party game. Comes to mind. Well, yeah. Anymore, it seems like even split... Even just duo split screen a lot of games won't do anymore for locals so 
yeah, so there's a ton of replay value. Um, after you beat the story mode, you unlock mania mode, ma manic mode, mania mode, which is which is apparently stupid difficult. Um, more enemies, they have more health, they do a ton more damage. Um, you also unlock arcade mode, which is to simulate like putting a quarter in it once you die, like once you lose your two lives, or once you run out of your lives because you earn more lives with score, it's game over and you have to restart. Um, there's a boss rush, bo uh, boss rush mode. A ton of stuff in the game. Um, there's secret bosses. Um, I actually came across something pretty funny. Um, Jeff, you probably remember. You remember the giant inflatable Christmas tree in France last year? <laughs> Apparently, you do, Rick. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't. Oh, look shit. it up for me, real quick. Okay. Look it up. Look up <laughs> Paris inflatable Christmas tree. <laughs> Right away, sir. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a picture in this Discord of a <laughs> nice thing I found in the game. It is. Uh, I thought it was. Oh great. Jesus Christ! <laughs> What's it look like to you, Jeff? The giant butt plug. <laughs> now, now I remember. Um 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 um. Here you go. This is in the game. Uh, one second, loading. Did I put it in the right chat? I thought I put it in the right chat. <laughs> it's in this Discord Shipping channel. Oh, yeah, it is. There it is. Oh, that's there great. It is. That's What's that look like to you, Jeff? <laughs> uh, giant butt plug. <laughs> and it says, shipping to Paris. Shipping to Paris. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's, that's like that's like stage six or something but yeah no the stage is very um there's a ton of enemies a ton of returning characters oddly enough the game is 26 years late for a sequel but the game story takes place 10 years later so it takes place in like oh, 2003 <laughs> hey man that's okay fast and furious is bringing han back so <laughs> so um it's fantastic it holds up the story is sweet and simple you get like some scrolling words only the characters themselves are voice acted. Um, the cutscenes are all hand drawn like a comic. Mm. The intro, the intro cutscene, most of it's a like a drawn like a fucking badass little anime. Um, you got your main return characters and Alex in uh, Axelstone and Blade Fielding. Um, you get Adam Hunter's daughter Cherry, and some guy I can't pronounce his name, but he has giant bionic arms and shoots a cannon. Hmm. So, <laughs> like a, a, a hmm. plasma cannon. Um, they added a few things. The newer characters have special moves, which use some of their health, but they can get it back. They have like a, a big special move that clears the room that you get by picking up stars and stuff off the map. Um, the combat's still there. It's really simple. Four, five, six, eight combos, jump attacks, back attacks, whatnot. So it can be pretty difficult depending on your enemies. Um, it's a fantastic buy and well worth everyone's time. Just for the fucking soundtrack alone. <laughs> nice. That shit slaps eats. <laughs> slaps eats. Adding, adding to cart. Purchase Fantastic. for myself. <laughs> um, also, one thing is you can change. There's there's health pickups. They just look like originally it's an apple and a turkey. You know, wall chicken from Castlevania. That's here. <laughs> but you can change. You can change what the food looks like as well. You can totally make it American. You can have pizza and a big old greasy burger instead. Oh <laughs> um, there's also like a croissant and then a piece of meat on a bone. There's some, there, 
there's a, a little rice ball and some ramen, oh, tofu, and a, tofu and a salad if you want. But why oh, would you ever too. do that? Tofu and a salad? How's that racist? Who chooses you're that? Attacking, you're attacking vegans. But you the rice ball. It heals you. Yeah, but you said rice ball. Oh, there's also a that's, ton of new weapons in the game you can that's, pick up. That's racist stuff, against so. Asians. I, I, I'm going to contact the ADL and myself. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so far, um, three, four hours in, I I'd say it's well worth purchasing at full price. Nice. Um, you can play with friends um, on Steam. You can play couch co-op digitally anyway. So, can you uh, cross-play with it? Probably not. Mm. However, uh, one one weird thing I noticed there is a. Um, option to change how the buttons appear in the PC version of the game. So you can have the Xbox prompts, the PlayStation prompts, or some mad lad who's using a Nintendo Switch Pro controller on the PC somehow. <laughs> hey, at least so... you didn't say it was Stadia. Oh, which, uh, by the way, apparently after five or six months I saw in an article the other day, uh, you can finally use it on PC. <laughs> the controller, anyway. Service. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I think it's well worth the purchase. Um, I'm actually, I know I was supposed to do a Trials of Mana thing, but I just blasted through it and enjoyed it too much and forgot to record a single thing. It was all stream with me talking like an nice. idiot to friends in Discord. So, um, this I actually do have some actual recorded stuff to cut together for a, a full-on review and whatnot. So, something more than just me rambling like a fanboy. That's kind of what happened. Uh, I was gonna record my run through final the final fantasy 7 remake um yeah and i was just going to record the whole thing and then do commentary over afterwards and i think i got through the first hour and a half two hours before mm -hmm. i was so engrossed that i could the, the last thing on my mind was recording all of it and i just ended up forgetting like three times i'm like well <laughs> fuck it so now my plan, especially since I'm getting that new badass um, headset, is I'm going to go through it. Now with that headset, with it'll have a better mic. I feel confident that I can do my, even pre when I'm doing pre-recording, I can still do my commentary while I'm playing. Um, so I'm going to go, and now that I've done my own personal playthrough and seen the story and everything, I'm going to go through hard mode um, and record through that and do my commentary and make a video, so oh yeah and speaking of reviews and stuff um i did order a new chair and a new headset so i'll give my thoughts on that stuff as well your the the seat you sit your ass in for long periods of time is an important one so i didn't initially intend to buy a 400 hundred dollar fucking chair but literally every computer chair on amazon is sold the fuck out really yeah you know what's wrong with my chair it's missing bolts from the bottom the arm the armrests swing out it's missing a fucking wheel that broke off on my carpet it needs to be replaced <laughs> so i yes, did yes. <laughs> whatever whatever you need to tell yourself to justify 400 bucks for a chair it's gonna be like yeah. sitting on a fucking cloud naked i don't know bro i'm looking at them on amazon like right now like shit tons of them so yeah don't, um check don't out make them feel guilty Check out that shipping date. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, May 20th. Like, yeah, you'll have to wait a couple weeks, but... No, dude. The ones I was looking at, I was looking like, the $100 price range, like, actual lumbar support and shit. They were shipping out, like, the end of July. Oof. Yeah, Thanks. so... I need I need taller chairs. I'm. Oh, yeah, you're, you're a lot bigger than I am. 
that's yeah. right. You're a big motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. He's a Sasquatch. So I need a, I need a tall person chair. <laughs> and so those are all extra gone. I just needed something that would uh, resist my weight. That was all I needed. You can get like an extra hydraulic. You can get like a, a stronger hydraulic adjustment for it. That'll do it. Nah, I was just joking. Was like man. 10 bucks. I mean, I'm fat, but God damn it, Dustin. I'm not that fat. <laughs> Chair- <laughs> chairs are generally, office chairs are only rated for 250 pounds. I'm well within that range, Dustin. <laughs> are you? How short are you, man? Fuck, we don't I know. know. You're a big guy, but how short are you? You look compounded as fuck. Uh, I'm five ten. You're not that sure, huh? Thanks. <laughs> yep. So, warning to everybody: um, if you've not played through the Final Fantasy VII remake and you do not want spoilers, please end the podcast here and return after you have completed the game. We will be discussing the ending of the game and all things spoilers. You have been officially warned. So. So um, threatening. That's so testy. I, I just don't want people coming in here and bitching. Because, trust me, the fucking Final Fantasy VII community right now, they're all about bitching. So. Man, all my old school gaming communities are nice and complain about a lack of cup or like, nah, the game's great, whatever. Or like, oh my god, look at the Streets of Rage game. What the fuck do you Final Fantasy fanboys do? Yeah. Um... Oh, Jesus. I don't know. I liked the game, like I said in last uh, the last podcast. I thought it was good. Um, so, th- for the, la- the last podcast, we kind of give an overall review of the game. For this one, I mostly wanted to talk about the stuff I couldn't talk about last week, mainly being the ending and my big pet peeve. And I, no, I've I've been looking into this. I, I've I've rewatched now the ending several times. I've watched several different other um I, i've watched a lot of other people discuss the ending on their podcasts and their different analysis shows and everything um i understand fully all the arguments um i just i'm not on board with the multiverse theory um i think people are taking a lot of liberties in their imaginations because of endgame uh i think that you know, that's there's a lot of overlap in the JRPG community and the Marvel community, and I think a lot of JRPG fans are Avengers fans. And as soon as anyone even gets a whiff of something that could be interpreted that way, that's where their brains want to go for some reason. I've been noticing, um, but no, I do not think there is a multiverse theory, and for some reason, I'm I'm very uh, alone in this thinking. Um, I have been observing some of the arguments, and after rewatching it, I do think that there may... I haven't decided my personal feelings entirely, but I get that there may be... That there's arguments for an alternate timeline. Here's my thing. Um, alternate timelines don't imply a multiverse. They're completely separate things, right? So, the way a parallel universe or an alternate timeline works is... Uh, in fiction, anyways... Generally, they're going to run parallel, and maybe at some point, usually at the end, they'll cross over one time, or even just hint at each other one time. Um, whereas multiverse is where we're talking about, okay, so there's multiple, and here's another thing, that implies then through fiction, because it's not parallel, it's multiverse, so that implies that there's more than two, that there's several. So that implies a possibility of the next game that, okay, here's four different clouds in the same game. No, I... 
that that and that is what multiverse theory applied would be implying and that's what people are talking about and i just i don't see them going that way um i think people have stirred up a whole lot of conjecture and there's a lot of wild theories going on and i truly truly believe that that's the point um they wanted to remake the game and they wanted to remake all those same feelings that you felt when you first went through the game. But how do you do that if everyone knows the stories? Well, for one, we can send people into a wild theory conjecturing um, and get debating over it to add some mystery to the air. Uh, a lot of people are speculating that since there's obvious retcons in Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse not dying, which... Um, side note, those aren't retcons, um, that, okay, well, what if they make Aerith live and change that whole huge thing? Well, I kind of think that's the point. I don't think they're going to make Aerith live, but I think they want people to argue about it and wonder about it because it'll give kind of a false sense of security. Uh, that way when it happens, it's more impactful. I predict that not only will she still die she'll probably die a little bit later not by a little bit i literally mean like an hour of gameplay later i think where she would initially die she won't that'll give people that initial like uh okay she's not dying or oh my god she's not dying whichever the reaction is and then an hour later it's like gut punch just kidding um because that's the type of thing mm. the mora does um and that's the type of thing that i predict in that um, going back to the retcon thing, though, um, I think people have, over the years, Final Fantasy VII it has a huge following, and there's a huge fan base, and there's so much fan theory and fan fiction on it, but and at some point, I think people start to assume that the colloquially accepted fan theory is canon, um, and what most people would assume, just because... Basically, people seem to believe that if most people believe this theory, then it must be canon, and, and that's just not true. Um, what I mean is people are saying that it's a retcon, as in um, breaking continuity for James or for, for Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse to still be alive, but it's not because it doesn't explicitly kill them in the original. If you recall, when they die, the tower comes down, and Barrett has his freak out, and it's assumed that they're dead, but... I mean, it didn't show as corpses. Didn't really there show there wasn't that. a funeral. You know what I mean? Um, we we we're working on implied assumption, but really, would that be the first time a video game or TV show implied a character was dead and then it turned out that they weren't? No, that wouldn't be new. That's something that 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 that's a liberty that artists are allowed to take, and something that's used as a tool in fiction quite often. So I do not believe that that's a retcon. If it had like, if they had like dragged Jesse's body out of the rubble and tried to do CPR and just nothing happened in the original, then then yeah, Jesse's dead. But they didn't. They just saw a whole bunch of fallen rubble, cried about it, and left. You know what I mean? So, um, there's a lot of things like that that I think people are upset about because they're like they changed this or that one. They didn't change it. They just expanded it. They explained behind it a lot more. Um, one thing that I do agree with is the whispers or the arbiters of fate, whatever. I that's that's one of the things that brings me down. That 
stops me from being able to rate it like 9 or 10 out of 10. They're just... And I worried about this from when I first saw the trailers. They just seemed kind of cringy. I don't, I don't know why. It just seemed weird. And I get it now. After playing through, I understand that they're supposed to be symbolic of the fans. I do believe that um, because they're constantly manipulating fate in a way that's driving the characters towards doing what the original, what they did in the original, and they are symbolic of the fans who don't want things about the game changed. And I do see in where people think that part two is going to change a lot because you're, in effect, uh, when you destroy the whispers, you're destroying that notion of the fans have decided this is what it has to be yada 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 I, I understand all of that and i agree but i think people might be exploding it a little more than it is i don't know I, like i said i'm still uh crafting my own theories on it i'm gonna make another video that's just dedicated to talking about the remake and i'll <clears throat> dig into it more there um but in any case my main uh pet peeve is the multiverse argument because like i said even if it is you know sephiroth time traveled because this is the prevailing theory okay for those who don't know is that uh sephiroth time traveled back to either warn himself or the sephiroth you fight is future sephiroth one or the other um and basically he's trying to manipulate the events so that they happen differently and he doesn't die in the future um okay and I get that. That's that's not going to force a multiverse, though. Um, if we stop thinking about Endgame, because Endgame has a more realistic idea of how time travel would work. True, but they don't really follow the norm of how time travel works in fiction. So you have to remember that just because someone goes back to that traditional model of time travel, that doesn't mean they're like, oh, what are they doing? That's 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 the norm. What Endgame did, although realistic, is still the divergent, okay? Or um so anyways, I just I even if that did happen, that would break into like maybe parallel universes or <clears throat> a time travel situation, but I don't see it necessarily implying multiverse um the other thing there was one thing that i had an argument about i've been proven wrong i accept that is um, at the end they showed the uh scamp or uh what was it was uh, the dog a different version of it when the paper went by and i thought that was just to imply time passage it's been confirmed um through the ultimania that yes that is indeed implying um that Zack is living. So at some point something's happened that yes, there's it there is most likely some form of alternate timeline <clears throat> where Zack is still alive. Um but uh one of the uh, personality YouTube personalities I follow, uh Night Sky Prince, he brought up a theory that I'm personally falling onto uh the most one one of the one of the possibilities he mentioned for them doing that is less to do with the remake and more to do with them opening up sequels for crisis core and i think that's oh, a lot nice. more likely um, because they kind of just flashed it at the very end of the game so it's, it seems to me less of a continuity for the game and more of a opening them up for crisis core 2 or something like that and then maybe you know they have a crisis core 2 and then final fantasy 7 remake part 2 the very end there's some sort of colliding together but they have even officially stated that 
for the most part, the game is going to be faithful to the original. So, if there is any changes, it's going to be much like uh, this first part, where they kind of are faithful, you know, 90% through the game, and then they take a hard left turn in the last 10% of the game. And let's be honest, mm. I'll admit that. That's what they did. They took a hard left turn around oh, chapter, wow. like, 16 or so. You you get into... Um, all, I was all the way up when I was um, doing the boss fight on the bike, and that was cool. And then it just kind of... As soon as you get to the edge of town... And Sephiroth rips the hole in, in reality or whatever, and the whispers start coming up, and the Kingdom Hearts monsters start popping around, and it starts getting all Nomura-y. Um, that lost me a little bit. Uh, it's not that I didn't like it. it, it was just like, what what's going, it was very, it was very jarring, you, you know what I mean? It would, if they had like, it was, it was like, they decided to go in and, um, one sec, okay, that's better. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not, it's just, they made such a hard left turn that, um, it, it was just really jarring. You know what I mean? Um, because mm. yeah, especially when the whispers converge into the giant monster, that's basically the, the thing you fight in uh, the beginning of kingdom hearts. It, it, okay. That, that, that lost me a little bit. Cause I was like, what's, I was like, what is this? What's going on? Um, and like I said, it's not bad. I accept it. I get what they were trying to do. Um, I don't necessarily think it was bad. Uh, a lot of people are talking about how it kind of goes against the uh, the core theme and principles of the Final Fantasy VII universe. Maybe. Um, I think the main problem is just how jarring it was because there was no lead up to it, right? We went faithful, faithful remake, and then all of a sudden, like, here's a left turn, and there was no lead up or ramp up to it, it just kind of happened, um, mm. and I think that's what really got people, was that it was so jarring and sudden, um, and I mean, I get that they wanted to surprise people, that that was evident in that as soon as those changes start, for a solid, like, hour to two hours of gameplay, you have that, you are not allowed to record warning come up, um, really? Yeah, I mean, as soon as, like, for an entire chapter, that thing comes up. Um, they really did not want people, the spoilers, yeah, they wanted it to be a surprise. And that is what leads me, part of what leads me to say, I don't think it's as extreme of changes as people are assuming. I think they want people to assume that to create this conjecture because everyone's arguing about it now, right? And I think Namora's just sitting back like, <laughs> right, look at right. all the rats fight. <laughs> they know nothing. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think it, I still have high hopes for the future. That's why I say, you know, when the rest of it releases, I may adjust my rating um, because it might flow very well. Like I said, it's a little jarring at first, but it could end up flowing well depending on how they do it. It just depends. Um, I have a theory on how they're going to release the next part and or parts, and the most recent rumor stirrings have kind of amplified that theory. Um, so here's what I think, uh, and this is this is wild conjecture here. This is based on very little, um, but with PS5 coming out fairly soon, um, I think it opens up a lot more possibility for them to do make the game much bigger, which is what they're worried about, right? They didn't want to 
make it end up getting restricted and have a small game. And that's why they built it into parts, right? Well, what if the entire second part is the rest of the game? It's just a two-part game because of the technology enhancements they would have with the PS5. Furthermore, I think that part of why they part of why they made it a timed exclusive is because once the second part releases, it will release at the same time as part one for all the other systems, uh, and it will part two. I don't think will be a timed release. I think it'll release at the same time as part one on the other systems, um, and for the next gen systems, I think it will be released as one game. Um, so for like PS5 and Xbox Series X, it'll just be Final Fantasy VII Remake, whereas on PS4 mm. and Xbox One, it will be Remake Part Two. Well, that was Ooh, my that was my initial theory. Now, right, okay. the, thanks to some new rumors, I'm recrafting it a little bit because new rumors have come down the line that instead of doing parts, it may be more episodic, like Final Fantasy XV. So here's my theory that kind of bakes into that is that, okay, so how they're going to do it is it'll be released all as one large game for next gens and the old gens will basically just have DLC patches that will go in to replace that whole game chunk for the next gen, if that makes sense. So PS4, you'll have the Final Fantasy VII Remake and then five different little DLCs to add on top of it. PS5 will just have Final Fantasy VII Remake, which will have Midgar through the entire game. Um, that theory was originally crafted on the fact that the max level is 50 instead of 99, um, mm. and I kind of just went from there. Um, okay. But I think that's... Oh, wow, I think I just talked for like half an hour, but that's everything I had loaded up. Like I said, I'll have more out when I make my actual... Let's play for Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, which as soon as my new headset comes in, I'm going to work on that. Um, but yeah. That's my, uh, wow, my dude, ramble. I'm speechless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was silence. And then there was silence. I was like, oh, Jesus, I don't know what to say after all that. Um, yeah, that, that, is, that is a lot uh, to take in especially since I haven't played the game yet. Um, but I think that's great. It's a great direction to go in. You're not just, you know, porting the old game, you know, into into the new consoles. You're doing it bit by bit, adding more content. Mm. I don't know. Especially, you know, with, with how much of an improvement it is from the first generation console to this one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is I think so. there's a lot of people right now are having a lot of confusion over the difference between a remake, a remaster, mm -hmm. and a reboot. Um, yeah. And just a one-for-one -one upgrade. And, like, yeah, there's there's parts of it that are different. It's a remake. You know what I mean? Um, there's not enough changes to justify being a reboot, but it's, it's not going to just be a one-for-one -one thing. So. Yeah, because what's the point? You'll breeze through it. Exactly. There's, 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 I, I wouldn't want. I personally don't want it to be exactly the same because then, like, there's no new added excitement. It's just, it's just novelty that's gonna wear off, and then I'm gonna be like, okay. So, <clears throat> I, I, like I said, I'm a big fan. Um, mixed feelings about the ending. 
uh, like I said, I'll go into it more once we get to the ending in my Let's Play. Um, Jaff, mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, I'm hoping that you'll watch the Let's Play since you're not able to get the game yet. Hopefully, you'll be able to at least enjoy watching my uh, uh, crazy ranting ass go through it. So Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Um, because yeah, I have, a, forward to it. I have a lot of commentary that I'm sure will come up while I'm playing, um, and I'm excited mm -hmm. to get that new headset because the that mic should have better quality than than this guy that I'm using right now on my desktop. So. Oh okay. Yep. And that'll make it a little bit easier. Then I can just port it, and I've got a capture card now, um, so I don't have to worry about like trying to pull it off my PlayStation and put it on my computer. So. Oh God, that's so daunting. I hate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I <laughs> when I realized how that how that works i'm like you know what i'm just gonna record everything and if i don't like the footage i'll delete it yeah. <laughs> because like a 15 minute clip takes like an hour to transport to your uh, flash drive and then put it on your computer it's ridiculous oh my god oh it looks like we lost sasquatch oh, yes no. we did unfortunately yeah oh he's got to cook i see his message yeah he said he said he said the sent the message earlier i just i wasn't gonna interrupt for it so yeah i was in the middle of ranting so but that pretty much does it i think that's the last thing we had on our list so um thank you everyone for tuning in um keep an eye out on my page uh for a more detailed look into final fantasy 7 in the coming days we're also going to be up uh, updating our content schedule summer's coming around and we're gonna have a lot more stuff going on so make sure you uh, subscribe and check out our facebook page to keep updated on what's going on um, otherwise i will see you guys next time thank you so much for tuning in thank you everybody for tuning in and for everybody who shares our podcast and gives us support appreciate you yeah thank you good night <laughs>